This is the Forex Q&A podcast. This is VP, professional Forex prop trader here in the United States, answering your user-submitted Forex trading-related questions every Monday morning. Now, do you have a question you've always wanted to know about Forex, and it's something my material does not already cover? Uh, if that's the case, go to nononsenseforex.com slash askvp, fill out the form, and I will get back to you typically within 48 hours. Now, I do this free of charge, so please be respectful and ask only one question. And please do not go back to the forum with the secondary email and ask me another question that way. I see you. Not cool. So, moving on. Uh, this week we had the Traders Expo here in Las Vegas. And uh, I did not go because I've been to these things before and they they pretty much all work the same. But I did call the organizer and, and tell her, hey, I am local. If you need somebody to fill in and runs run a workshop or talk for an hour, whatever you need, I am here. Uh, I've spoken on things like this before. I have the fastest growing trading podcast on the entire internet. Uh, I can add value. To which she replied, well, what do you specialize in? And I told her, I'm a Forex trader. I specialize in currencies. And then she said, oh, yeah, you know, we really don't have a big demand for that this year, uh, which I already knew. I looked at the lineup of speakers. There was about 60 of them and there was one Forex guy in the whole bunch. Uh, but you guys know me, I don't give up too easily, and I can also be kind of a dick. So I, I pressed on a bit. I said, uh, so how do you measure demand? Do people fill out a survey when they come in? How do you know? And she didn't have an answer for that. She said that's not her department, which she was probably right. Um, so there goes that. Uh, so then I said, all right, look, like 98% of this whole thing is stock trading and crypto. Now, stock trading I get, but crypto's in the toilet right now. I can't imagine interest is going to be too high. And a lot of those old crypto traders have given up and moved into Forex. And I know this firsthand. I get emails from these people all the time. But alas, she was not able to accommodate. And that was fine. Uh, I approached her very, very late, and I got the answer I expected to get. Now, I never really get the opportunity to speak at many of these conferences, and I don't blame them for not asking me. I'm going to be the guy that gets up there and tells you to do the opposite of what everybody else just told you to do. Um, that's really not constructive to the event itself. Um, and there's really no room for negativity, uh, which is exactly why these conferences don't help anybody ever. So like this Traders Expo, for example, um, was a lot of people giving their opinions on what the market's going to do, which you could just, you could look that up anywhere. Uh, there were people talking about other opportunities that people may not have been aware of in terms of the market, which is good. And then there's the technical analysis people. So there were entire hours where people would get up and talk about chart patterns and Fibonacci and Elliott waves and things like that. And I have sat in these classes and they're pretty much all the same. They're very, very basic, um, but the people in the crowd react like it's the first time they've ever seen running water. They're so blown away that you can put these little tools on a chart and it will tell you where a price goes. You know, there's people taking feverish notes. There's other people, and it's, it's always people from other countries, getting up and taking pictures of the screen every time it changes and shows a new chart pattern or a new idea. And why, why wouldn't they be excited? You know, look how well these tools work in the examples that the instructor provided. Why wouldn't they work tremendously all the time? You know, if you show these things, especially to stock traders, which pretty much have to rely on fundamental analysis as much as they can, you know, they're going to get really, really excited. 
And it's tough sitting there watching this because you know what's going to happen in the end. It's completely inevitable. They're going to use these tools that by default are really shitty options. And they don't have any money management structure in place. They don't have their psychology right. It's going to fail. Everybody in that room, if they take any of this advice, is going to completely fall apart. And it totally sucks to watch because these are people who paid good money to fly into Las Vegas and instead of having fun in Las Vegas, sit in these rooms and learn about things, they're going to take their account down someday. Now, the last thing these conferences want is a guy like me coming up there to speak. Uh, It would be great for the traders, but it'd be really bad for the organizers. And I, I understand that. I certainly wasn't upset that I got turned down to speak. But there are a couple lessons here. One, don't go to conferences. All it is is a bunch of 99 percenters that we talk about learning things that are going to keep them in the 99% forever. And two, be glad you're not them. We're on some different shit here, and that's a very, very good thing. So let's go ahead and move on. It's the Forex Q&A podcast, everybody, episode 22. And episode 22's question is from Mario from Setubal, Portugal. Portugal, by the way, must have heard me give a bunch of love to other countries a few episodes ago and said, hey, we need to come together. And they did. Uh, Portugal has been raging the last few weeks. I went from having almost no Portuguese listeners to having a bunch in a hurry. So good on you, Portugal. It is nice to have you. Uh, But the question, uh, Mario's question is, and I had to transpose a little bit. Uh, English is not Mario's first language, so sorry this isn't word for word. But he asks... How do you handle a losing streak in trading? Do you change your approach? So, as is often the case, we're going to play short answer, long answer. Uh, Short answer, I think you guys pretty much can guess, especially if you watch the discipline video, uh, which was the video that came out this week, and I'm going to link that below too. Short answer is no. We play the long game here at No Nonsense Forex. We understand that losing streaks happen, and the only thing we care about is what our account looks like after a 12-month span. Losing streaks, winning streaks, dead periods, they're all going to factor in. Now, depending on where you are in your journey here, whether you're backtesting and demoing, whether you're trading for real, uh, there's a couple different ways to look at this. So let's talk about that now. First off, uh, I know many of you are backtesting confirmation indicators to see if they work and see which one you can put into your own algorithm. At least by now, that's what I hope most of you are doing. And I have shown you how to backtest the right way. Uh, that was a podcast episode. It was a very recent podcast episode. I will link that one down below as well. Actually, on that one, you should go to the blog. The blog is killer on that episode. It's really, really comprehensive. It lays out every last little thing you need to do. And that's probably the better option of the two. So anyway, when you are testing these indicators out, you're going to run into times, and it, it never fails, to where this thing is going to lose three, four times in a row. Um, Now, taking three to four losses in a row is going to put a dent in your account, no doubt. But just understand a couple of things. One, hopefully you are backtesting all the way a year into the past or two years into the past. Uh, Therefore, if it still gives you a nice return at the end, uh, it is certainly something that is worth keeping. And it is especially worth keeping in that case. If it can withstand a losing streak and still give you a really nice return, You need to hang on to that guy because here's the kicker. Over time, we are going to be adding indicators to our algorithm that are going to be cutting down on those losses. If you do this right, traders, that 
indicator that just gave you four losses in a row is probably going to end up only giving you one or two. And that is gigantic. Do you guys remember my elimination video? The one I did a long time ago, all the way back in January 2018? I'll link that one down below too. That was key because it shows you that eliminating losses is every bit as important to your bottom line as adding on wins. And I prove it on that video. If you can do things that cut down losing trades, that's a really, really big deal. And uh, the whole reason why we don't just ride one indicator and trade with it is for that reason. Because there will be other indicators in your system that are kind of going to be kind of a checks and balances system that, if done right, is going to make it so that confirmation indicator gives you a lot more wins than it does losses. And we do that by cutting the number of those losses down. And I want you to do the same once you start forward testing these indicators, once you start trading these on a demo account in real time. If you're doing that and you run into a string of losses, you need to ask yourself two things. One, did this indicator run into a bunch of losing streaks in the past as well? Is it prone to losing streaks? Because that's something you're going to have to contend with. If the answer is no, and you're just hitting a bit of hard luck right now, well, then you're going to be fine. That's no reason to stop using it. But again, you owe it to yourself to stay the course and make sure this thing really does work out for you over time. Because I've said it before, traders, once you get a good one, you have it forever until you find one that's even better, and then you can replace it. But these things are so valuable that putting this work in ahead of time is worth it 200 times over. Uh, But in this process, don't let losing streaks discourage you. Losing streaks happen. They're a part of Forex. Uh, That discipline video is really great in helping you to cope with them and to not make dumb decisions during that time. And like I said before, too, you're going to be adding indicators to the system that are going to end up cutting down the amount of losses that losing streak is going to have in it. Now, all of this being said, from a psychological standpoint, losing streaks are still going to fuck with you. You can take everything I just said and say, okay, I agree. I will not let it mess with me. But it's going to happen. And so that's why that discipline video is there. So you'll always know what to do if you have any internal questions like that. But there's one particular pratfall here that I want you to be really careful of because everybody does this and it's always the wrong approach. Traders will say something to this effect. Yeah, you know, dollar-yen has really been fucking with me lately. I I think I'm just going to not trade it for a while until it starts really going again. Then I'll jump back in. Bad idea. We talked about this all the way back in the how many currency pairs should I trade video. If a currency pair is currently not doing what you want it to do, it's going to eventually. And if you take this approach you're going to miss out on that one big breakout after it's done consolidating and screwing around. You need to take every single trade your system gives you no matter what. Do not be emotional and all angry at a currency pair like it's an actual person and decide the two of you are going to take some time apart because it never fails. If you do that, you will always miss out on that one big move that is just about to come and it's going to erase all those little losses that you took in the past on that pair. So by taking the dumb approach, you're going to partake in all of those losses, but decide that you don't want to participate on that big win. And decisions like this really hurt your bottom line. 
You know, as human being traders, we have this tendency to take a string of losses on a currency pair and actually think in our own crazy heads that this is just how it's going to be forever. Oh no, I'm doomed. My system is screwed. The market's just going to go nowhere and stop me out. And the only way to prevent this is by not trading it. And as soon as it gets going again, I'll jump back in. Well, guess what's going to happen if you do that? It's going to get going again, enough to the point to where you recognize it. And then you're going to jump back in and it's going to get all quiet and shitty again. So again, unbeknownst to yourself, you're going to participate in all the losses and make sure you're not there to participate in the wins. This is a recipe for long-term disaster. You guys see what emotions can do? Trust your system indefinitely, no matter what. It's the only way to keep these emotions out of the equation. The market's not going anywhere right now. Who cares? You just took a string of losses. Who cares? These things happen. And as we go forward, we're going to work on minimizing the amount of losses we take during this time. And when it's all said and done, your trading account is going to be extremely happy that we did. Traders, don't forget to rate and review this podcast on iTunes. And understand that pretty soon here, we are going to be moving on to other pieces of the algorithm and just doing other things. Don't get left behind. And remember, new podcast every Monday morning, new trading video every Thursday morning. And in the meantime, get out there and find some indicators you like and test them out. Put in the work. Go get it.